Welcome to the Real Estate Survival Guide, the show that teaches realtors how to build relationships, earn trust, land the deal, and change lives to create a thriving real estate business. Welcome to today's episode of the Real Estate Survival Guide podcast. I'm your host, John Shookman, and I am so thankful to have you with me for today's episode. So on today's episode, we are talking about how to balance working a full-time job while trying to get your real estate career started. So the reason for this episode is early on in the podcast, I did a series called Why Realtors Fail, where we walked through six key reasons on why realtors were failing. And in these episodes, we talked about different reasons why realtors were not surviving in the business and why they were becoming a statistic of failed realtors who were out of the business within two years, which was 80% of realtors, or they were completely out of the business within five years. And that statistic says that 87% of all realtors will be completely out of the business in five years. So I didn't want people to be a statistic of failed realtors. And so we did that series. Now on part four of that series, we talked about working part-time and that is why realtors fail. Now, I did clarify on that episode that working part-time did not just mean being a part-time agent, because I know people that do real estate part-time, but they are putting in a lot of effort and energy into their real estate business. And so it really was geared at putting in those part-time hours, like 10 to 20 hours a week on your real estate business. And so after that episode, I really got some feedback from people that are either early in their real estate career or thinking about becoming realtors or something like that. And they kind of wanted to know, well, okay, John, what do I do? You say that I shouldn't work part-time. I need to provide for my family. How in the world do I balance those things while trying to get my real estate career started, but also working the job that I have to work to pay my bills? And so first and foremost, I just want to say I sympathize with you and I absolutely understand that struggle. When I started my real estate career, I didn't have income and I really didn't have another job. So I wasn't necessarily in your position, but as we've discussed, it certainly was a struggle. I made less than $3,000 my first 10 months in the business, but it's sort of like asking the question, well, which came first, the chicken or the egg? Or maybe imagine that you don't have a car. And so to afford a car, you need to have a job. So you try to get a job, but the job is across town, but you can't get to the job without a car. Well, but you can't save for a car without getting the job. And so it's just one of those things that's really hard to process and figure out what to do. I remember <laughs> when I was in college, I applied to work for safety and security as one of their security officers on campus. And when I went for my interview, they said to me, well, how can we trust you to oversee the campus and the safety and to make sure that people are parking where they belong and are not parking where they don't belong? And how are we going to make sure that you're giving parking tickets if they are parked where they should not be? Because you have so many parking tickets. Yes, this literally was a conversation because I probably had over a couple hundred dollars in parking tickets. To be fair, where I lived, I really couldn't park. Anyway, I would run in sometimes, get a ticket. It's really not here nor there, but the point is I needed a job. They had an opening, but they weren't gonna give me a job until I paid off all of my tickets, but I needed the job to pay off the tickets. So it's kind of like that. And again, which came first, the chicken and the egg? Which is it? How did you pay your bills, but get across town to work the job, to then save money for that car, those sorts of things? Here's the thing, and here's the advice I'm going to give you for what it's worth, and I really hope it's helpful to you. You have to figure out a system that works for you. Not every system and not every way to get your real estate career started works for everyone. For me, when my real estate business was getting started, I tried to do some things that were different. I thought to myself, well, how can I expand my network? So what I did 
was I began driving for Uber, Lyft, DoorDash, Grubhub, anything you can think of in a car as a ride sharing program. I did it because I had to work and bring in some money for us to survive, but it also gave me a really great opportunity to meet people. So again, not as much when you're delivering food, Grubhub, DoorDash, but when I drove for Uber and Lyft, I actually did this a substantial amount of hours each week, just trying to stay afloat and pay our bills. And I really found that when I would drive for Uber and Lyft and get someone in the car, I'd be taking them to their home or to their work or back and forth. And so I would sort of try to direct the conversation that I had with them to ask questions about whether they rented or owned their home. So for instance, we could be driving along, maybe they're leaving. I remember someone was leaving their job at Target, took her home 20 minutes. So I kind of spent the first, you know, 10 minutes asking about her job, what she liked there, et cetera. And as we got closer to her home, I started asking questions about it. If she rented, if she owned, she said that she rented. And so we were just sort of discussing the process. She saw that I was a realtor. I had a little thing that said I was a realtor on my car. And we just talked about the home buying process. And again, the reason I brought this up was because I feel like it was an opportunity to meet strangers that could be potential clients when I had their undivided attention in the car for 5, 10, 15 minutes. They were sort of my captive audience on their way home, whether they liked it or not, I guess. So we had conversations about real estate and a lot of these people were renting. And so I would kind of ask about that and just see how it was going. And in my area, you could at the time probably buy a home for less than what the rental was. So again, some of these people had credit issues, things like that, but I just wanted to have the conversation. And so what I would do is give them my business card, make sure they knew how to get in touch with me and I would try to touch base with them. And so those were the kinds of things I did. It worked for me. It obviously is not gonna work for anyone. I didn't get a ton of clients from it, but what it did was it helped me learn how to talk to strangers and how to talk to clients. And I believe that has really helped me in my real estate career. Now, so let's say for those of you working a full-time job, you know, you go to your job eight to five, Monday to Friday, you can't just get in the car and start ride sharing to build up your clients. But what can you do? Again, you need to pay those bills. I have a couple friends that are working on their real estate license right now or new realtors. And so one of the things I've discussed with them is when you're working five days a week, full-time and eight to five, a few of them I've sort of discussed maybe going part-time. Now, again, I can't decide for someone how much they need to work. But one of the things I've talked about with a friend of mine who's working on his real estate license is, well, what if you try maybe doing a four-day week where you're working 30 to 35 hours in those four days? Now, again, I don't know if that's going to work for everyone to only work four days rather than five and whether they can afford that. It's not an ideal situation, but for someone that is working, it might be a solution. Maybe you try to branch out and do more real estate work on the weekends. Again, it could be working like three or four, maybe 10, 11, 12 hour days. And again, I know that's a long day, but it really opens you up to some flexibility where again, you're working to have some income coming in for those 30, 35 hours a week, but then you have that freedom on those other four days a week to work on your real estate business. And I think that could be beneficial. I don't know what the solution is for you, but you definitely have to be willing to think outside the box if you must work another job full-time or close to it to provide for your family. What I will say is in those maybe two or three days that you can do real estate work, do anything and everything you can to learn as much about real estate as possible. Go to meetings with people, have another realtor that is coaching you and training you and basically follow them around like a lost puppy, learn from them, ask them questions, see if there's anything you can do for them that would help grow their business. 
you have to commit to putting yourself out there if you're going to find success in this business. So host open houses because that can be a way to meet clients. Commit to letting people know that you're a realtor. Again, even using social media, and we'll talk about that on another episode soon, but commit to using social media to let people know that you're a realtor. Commit to doing anything and everything you can to meet clients, whether it's hosting open houses, going to meetings with another realtor to learn all sorts of things are ways that you start to grow your business and expand your powerful network. So again, I hope this is helpful to you. Again, there's not a three-step plan on how to transfer out of a full-time job into a part-time job that still pays the bills and then you can do your real estate work. But I hope I've given you some ideas here that are helpful to you. Real estate can be an amazing and profitable career, but you have to dedicate the time to it and be willing to take time to grow and learn. So I hope this is helpful to you and I hope that this can help you as you look to grow or expand your real estate business, or maybe even if you're just getting started. And I hope that you can become a great realtor and have success in this business. And again, if that means you have to start your real estate career while having another job to pay your bills, I totally understand wanting to provide for your family and having to do that. But I hope you can take some information here and say, oh, I didn't think about that. Maybe I can do this to start to get my career up and running. And I know there's people out there that are working on their real estate license or trying to be become a realtor. And I really hope this is helpful for you and gives you some information that you can apply. And so with that, I will see you on the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Real Estate Survival Guide. If you enjoyed this episode, we would appreciate it if you'd leave us a review on iTunes. It helps others discover the show. If you know of anyone who would benefit from these messages, please spread the word. For more, you can visit us at therealestatesurvivalguide.com. Thank you so much, and we will see you on the next episode. Until then, keep putting in the effort. If you put in the effort, you'll be an amazing realtor.